Hi guys, welcome back to the original Judo podcast. This is a last minute preview of the, the upcoming World Championships. The, the world starts tomorrow and first fight of the day is Britain's Sam Hall. So that is going to be an exciting one. He's up against the Brazilian. So that's a, going to be a, an exciting start for some of you GB fans out there. Um, this is a last minute uh, preview. We did record something, myself and Fitz, who's out of the world, recorded something a couple of weeks ago. We wanted to get it out. Unfortunately, I had an absolute disaster. Uh, somehow corrupted the file. So left it to the last minute. The draw's out, so I thought it'd be worth putting something together just now. Uh, we'll go through it category by category. And uh, look at the, the, the names that I think stand out. Um Let's start with the little guys. Under 60 kilos. I think there's four four names there that I think are going to be around the medals come the end of the day. You've obviously got world number one, Yang from Taipei. Uh, got an Olympic silver. He's got a couple of Grand Slam gold medals from this year. And he's world number one for a reason. Consistent, great thrower. He's going to be in and around that final block. Um... Same side of the draw, though. So this is his potential semi-final match. You've got European champion uh, Garrigos, Spain's Garrigos, who another great fighter. And also in that pool B is Takao, the Olympic champion. I think this is the first time we've maybe seen him since the Olympics. So potentially we're going to get an idea of where he's at. That is not an easy side of the, the draw. Um... Britain Sam Hall is on that side of the draw. And again, on a good day, I think he could trouble the likes of Yang. You know, if he gets past the Brazilian, um, yeah, it'd be great to see him have a good showing up against Yang in his, his second fight. On the other side of the draw, the Georgian former world champion, uh, Chukmani, had definitely butchered his name. So apologies for that. But again, he's going to be there around the semi-finals. Um, you might see him up against the Kazakhstani or the Belgium, but I would expect to see him in and about the medals. Possibly outside shout, again in Pool D, you've got the US fighter, uh, Adonis Diaz, great knee wazza, or certainly sort of a sample of that a couple of years ago, and be great to see if he has built on that. 66 kilos, we've got six names. Uh, world number one, Vieru. We've got Abe, the Olympic champion, returning. We've got the Asian champion, Yondon Perenli from Mongolia. We've got the Olympic silver medalist, Marvel Ashvili from Georgia. Mariyama, the double world champion who didn't go to the Olympics. And then we've got the double Olympic medalist, Bao An. They are spread across all four quarters of the draw. Um, you know, I think... I could see a Moldova, Japan semi, and then a Japan Korea semi final. And I find that a really hard one to call. I am going to go outside bet. I think the Korean, it might finally be his time. Uh, double Olympic medalist, Baolan, could be his time to take that world title. Moving quickly up to 73 kilos. Again, loads of names in there. In Pool A, you've got um, Shavdatishvili, triple Olympic medalist. He's current Olympic silver. But on his side is the former world champion. Again, Hashimoto, the guy who didn't go to the Worlds. Um, 
The next quarter, you've got Orijov. He's, uh, he's got silver at the Olympics, silver at the Worlds. Never quite found the top spot at the big stage. Pool C, the Mongolian, the Olympic bronze medalist, Sendachir, is going to be tough to beat. And in Pool D, you've got the Italian and the other Azerbaijani, Haderov and Lombardo. Um, both, like, European champions. Um, Lombardo was European champion at 66 kilos. Uh, Haderov has been European champion at 73 kilos, I think, this year. Again, it's a super exciting category. And if we move up to 81 kilos, the it gets harder to call. You know, Paul Hay, you've got Grigalashvili, Nagasi, and Chuchi. And they could all meet, you know, by the quarterfinal. Yeah, we're talking about Olympic champion, um, European champion, European bronze medalist. In Pool B, so same side of the draw. Yeah, this could be the who's meeting them in the, the semi-final. We've got two world champions in um, Israel's Muki, Mongolia. Is he Mongolia? Is he fighting for Azerbaijan now? Malay? Yeah, two former world champions. You've got the Pan-American champion, the Brazilian Schmidt who's, again, been on a tear, like, had a great year so far. Another man who's had a great year is the Korean. You know, he's got a win over Nagasi and Grigalashvili already this year. Um, definitely going to look in for a strong showing. So that's seven names on that top side of the draw. The other side, I think it's a little bit more straightforward. Um, you've got uh, European silver medalist, Kassa, Matthias Kass from Belgium. And right down in Pool D, Outside the rankings, Fujiwara, again, this year's Paris Grand Slam winner. We expect a good showing from him. If we move up to 90s, I think it's all about Paul B. Um, got a world, former world champion. We've got the current Olympic champion. We've got um, Japanese uh probably the next in line for Japan at 90 kilos who won Baku Grand Slam this year yeah Paul B we've got junior world champion took a, a silver in the Zagreb Grand Prix you know and when I'm talking about them we're talking about Majdov the Serbian he's the world champion Bakari Lasha Bakari is our Olympic champion and Mashiyama from Japan is, is Baku Grand Slam winner and uh, Brazil's Rafael Macedo yeah, is that former junior world champion? It is all kicking off. And I think you've, you've got to say the winner comes out of that pool. A um, couple of people might trip them up. Parlati, triple in pool C. Mediev is in pool C. Um, Maseradze on the bottom side of the draw. But I still find it hard to look past one of those four guys. Moving up to some of the big guys now. Light heavyweights under 100 kilos. Everybody's going to be looking at the the likes of Fonseca in, you know, world number one, double world champion. On his side, yeah, it's not an easy run. In his pool, he's got the, the Swiss, he's got the Azerbaijani, so Aiken Kotsiev. Um, Gonzalez, who I think he's got first fight, or possibly first fight, is former Olympic silver medalist. Yeah, in pool B, you've got the Georgian Sulemanidze and the Israeli Pauchik, both great fighters. But again, if you're looking for a bit of excitement, Pool C is, I think, guys who can no longer make 90 kilos. Yeah, yeah. obviously, El Nahas has always been at 100, sits at the top. He's Commonwealth Games champion. 
But below that, you've got former 90 kilo world silver medalist um, Kukos, again from Serbia. You've got former 90 kilo world medalist Sheriza Dishvili from Spain. And then also in that quarter, you've got the Georgian like um, perennial silver medalist Lipatiliani. You know, he's got world and Olympic silvers. And again, he is probably coming towards the latter end of his career. Um, could this be the event, you know, where it all comes together for him and he finds himself top of the podium? He's still picking up results. He's still a hard man to beat. Um, it'd be good to see him get a good run out. Finally, the big guys. Top of the draw, you've got to be looking at Tushishvili. He's going to have a battle, but he's going to find himself in the final. He's got the big Brazilian who might meet in the semi-final, maybe the Mongolian and might meet in the semi-final, Silver and Oku. Um, but again, plus hundreds is about the bottom half of the draw. Uh, first fight, European champion, um, Yuri Speakers from um, Holland, Netherlands, is up against the new Japanese hope, Saito. Yeah, that is a name that, you know, inspires this idea of legacy. Um, he's coming into this with a big reputation and I think, yeah, there's, there's two categories the Japanese want to win. One is the lightweights and one is the heavyweights and there's a probably coming into this with a lot of pressure on him to do the business. Um, I might be wrong, but this might be the first time we've seen him kind of on the world stage, certainly at senior level. So it's going to be an exciting day Watching him go, uh, really tough first round match against speakers. Um, and then if he comes through that, whoever comes through that quarter, you know, the bottom quarter, uh, Group D, sits the Olympic champion, Lucas Kopalik. has not looked as formidable as he did, you know, over the last year. And you'd expect that. But I'd also expect him to be coming into this event at his best. Um, it's not going to be easy. I love the Korean, the Korean heavyweight who fights that category. Um, Kim, former junior world champion. He's so active, loves popping under people. Um, and it's going to be exciting to see how he goes. And I think, again, he's beaten Kapalit before. So that'll be a, a good match to see. If we jump over to the women, 48 kilos, three names stand out. World number one, uh, Francis Buckley. And then the two Japanese girls. Tsunoda and Tanaki. Now, um, Tanaki takes the Olympic silver, losing to Krasniki. Um, but for me, I really think Tsunoda should have been the girl to go. She moved down to 48 kilos from 52s quite late on. And, you know, with COVID, didn't get a huge run in the category. But has, I think, been unbeaten internationally um, since she did move down. Um, so my call is going to be on a Tsunoda Tanaki final, and I think we're going to see Tsunoda come out on top. 52 kilos is unbelievable. You've got all four medalists from the Olympics there. Added to that, you've got the, the likes of Krasniki, who's the 48 kilo Olympic champion, moving up. You've got the world number one, Rika Pot from Hungary. Okay, absolute fire. So uh, Bouchard and Abe on the same side of the draw. Um I think you'd expect to see that as a semi-final. Who comes through that? I don't know. Again, it's possibly... We've seen Abby come back. She she beat Krasniki earlier in the year. Um, 
so you know she's going to be coming in in good form. But again, Bouchard is going to be looking to establish herself as world number one um, and the dominant force going into the Paris Olympics. So that is going to be a great match. Um, bottom half of the draw, though, it is absolutely alive, like in Pool C. So again, just fighting for a place in the semi-final. You've got uh, Rika Pop, you've got Distria Krasnicki, and you've got Adetka Gifrida. Um, the Hungarian, the Kosovan, and the Italian. Yeah, the world number one Olympic silver and the Olympic gold from the weight below. That is that is going to be super exciting to see who comes through that. And the person who meets them in the semi-final is going to come down to either uh, Britain's Chelsea Giles or the Swiss girl, Cocker, who she beat for uh, Olympic bronze. That is going to be a hard fight, you know. It's a it's a contest that goes back and forth between the two of them, and it's a tough one to call. And yeah, I think those five names, six names, are going to be a good shout to be around the the semi finals. Fifty seven kilos is another super exciting weight category. Um, current world champion Klimkat sits in pool a you know you've got to expect she's going to get to the semi-final she's going to come up against the new uh, another japanese sensation funakubo the triple junior world champion yeah she's coming to the seniors on fire this year winning paris and budapest grand slams she's looked untouchable so you've got to expect that to be a semi-final the other side of the draw pool c you've got Deguchi, you know commonwealth games champion she's former world champion you've got to expect her to be there in the semi-final and then in Pool D, again, another pool that is absolutely on fire with talent. You've got the former Olympic champion, Rafael Silva. You've got the former world champion at 48 kilos, Belodid, who's still trying to establish herself at 57. You've got the Olympic silver. You've got, uh, ah, yeah, another another person who always kind of falls at that final, final hurdle. She's got European silver, Olympic silver, world silver. It's Francis uh, Kisik who is going to be trouble for everybody. And I think 57s might be one of the categories of the of the whole world. You know, it's going to be exciting to see where that ends up. 63 kilos, like racing through these, 63 kilos. Um, at one stage this year, Lucy Renshaw, you know, still world number one. She wins Antalya Grand Slam. Looks absolutely amazing. And then I think has struggled with injury a little bit since then. Um, on her day, she beats anybody who comes up against her. You know, we're, we're missing the likes of uh, Slovenia's Tristanyak. We're missing the likes of Clarice, you know, and these two women have dominated the last eight years of judo at 63 kilos. Into that space, you know, I think Lucy Renshaw fits and she could be the dominant force for this Olympic cycle. But it's not going to be easy. You know, um, Japan's Horikawa is the same side of the draw. You know, she wins um, Tel Aviv and Budapest this year. Um, bottom side of the draw, I think the big challenge is going to come from the Brazilian. Caitlin Quadras, she is a consistent Grand Slam medal winner. Um, she's always strong. She's always impressive. And I could see her finding her place in the final as well. 70 kilos, um, moving straight up. Uh, I think it's hard to look past Barbara Matic, the world number one. You know, she's a double world champion. It, I think it's it's going to be hard to 
to look past her. There's two Japanese players in there who are going to be looking to establish themselves. Two French, you know, former European champions, um, Margot Pino, Eve Marie Gahi. You know, they're both great players. Um, the Austrian, uh, Polaris, Olympic silver, another great athlete. But again, I, I, for me, Matic is still the person to beat. Um, in her quarter, yeah, Kelly Peterson-Pollard, again, another Brit on fire at the moment. A uh, bit of disappointment in the Commonwealth Games, and you'd expect her to come out firing for this event. Under 78 kilos, I think, has possibly my favourite draw. Um, in Pool A, you know, you've got Anne-Marie Wagner, the world champion, the world number one. Yeah. In the quarterfinal, she could face her younger compatriot, Annette Bohm, uh, the German European champion. And that is going to be, well, it's one of those fights that could be terrible. Yeah, because they know each other so well. But it's exciting to see whoever wins that. You've got to fancy it as being like the world lead for the next two or three years. Um the person they meet in the semi-final, former world champion maybe, Marie, Myra Aguiar, maybe the Olympic champion, Hamada. Again, not seen a huge amount of her since the Olympics. It'd be great to see where she's at. Bottom side of the draw. Um, I think you've got her on her day. Francis Malonga, former world champion, probably has the pedigree over everybody else. Um but there are a handful of athletes there who who could cause her trouble. You know, the Emma Reed is that side, the 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 Commonwealth Games champion. Um, the Kosovan again, the the Dutch girl, all cause her problems. Um, I think Natalie Powell as well sits in Pool B. She is going to face a a challenge. You know, with the likes of Hamada Negria in the pool. Um, but again on her day can give any of those girls a, a run for the money. And that brings us back, well, back all the way up to the heavyweight women, plus 78s. And again, there's a few names in there, but one really stands out. But we'll start with the, the women, I think, who are going to be battling for the, the lesser medals. You know, lesser medals, that's that's crazy. Um, the two French girls, top half of the draw. You've got the Olympic bronze medalist, Roman Dicko. You've got the uh, Tbilisi Grand Slam winner, Julia Tolifua. Both women from France, yeah. The French heavyweights are on fire at the moment. And those women are going to be looking to basically just best each other. Yeah, They're going for a world title, but they want to establish each other as the French number one coming into this Paris Olympics. Um, world number one, and I think the world number four, they're going to meet in the semi-final. Yeah, if everything goes their way, they meet in the semi-final and, and you get fireworks. Um, bottom half of the draw, you've got their likes world number one, world number two, um, the Israeli Hershko. You've got the likes of the Brazilian, uh, Beatrice Sousa. You've got... The four-time Olympic medalist, yeah, Idalis Ortiz, again, who's showing that she still has something left in the bank. You know, she wins the Olympic silver in Tokyo. She's won uh, Budapest Grand Slam this year. Um, she keeps going. She's clearly got another Olympic cycle in her. But sat there in Pool C is Japan's Tomita. 
she has looked impressive this year. She wins Budapest and Paris Grand Slams. Now, I think she is the woman to beat at plus 78. And that's going to be end up being quite a feat because Japan would then have two world champions from the last two worlds and the Olympic champion. And all three will be held by different women. You know, so you've got Sarah Asahina, who won it in 2021, the Worlds. You obviously have uh, Sone, who wins the Olympic Championships. And, and you've got Tamita now, who I think must be one of the favourites, certainly the odds-on favourite, to come away with this title. Um, I would love to see how the judo plays out over the next few days. I've no doubt everyone will watch and I hope you guys get a chance to listen. Uh, all the usual nonsense, like, subscribe. Let me know who you've got. Be great to see who you are predicting to come away with the medals. Um, hope you enjoy, guys. I will catch you soon.